Mike. Oh, welcome! It's our it's our favorite listener, and you've come you've come to the Style and Direction House to celebrate our favorite winter holiday, Sadness, with us. We're celebrating Sadness together. Hold on, let me get the rest of the guys. I'm Spencer, by the way. Spencer, I gotta put on my oh oh I didn't see that the the new listener new new listener the new listeners here you know I think it's been a while since he's been the new anything I'm saying he because we don't have many female listeners uh, yeah no I mean I guess uh, he does that a lot doesn't he he does that a lot doesn't he well anyway MJ why don't you bring them producer MJ why don't you bring them some milk and cookies. Here, here are your milk and cookies. <laughs> Careful, new don't, listener. don't, don't clang them around, new listener. You're, you're new. I'm gonna take a big slurp of this milk. That was very silent. That wasn't as loud as I was hoping it would be. That was really silent. Uh, do, fully, do work. people do people normally? Normally, when people, people drink milk, slurp? I think they go like glub 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 glub, or they go. Pleep. Well, you know, what's funny is that Ewoks, when they drink milk, they go, uh, yub, yub, yub. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, Ewoks, the Star Wars holiday special, which of course is about Thanksgiving, and not, I don't not think it Christmas. features Ewoks. Yeah, because it takes place on Kashyyyk, <laughs> yeah. and not, not the forest always, of Endor. I've always thought of Ewoks as smaller Wookiees. Anyway, listener, why don't you sit down? We're about to exchange gifts. We're about to do the sad traditional gift exchange. Sad, uh, yeah, the S T G E. Yeah, the S T G E. So, Ethan, why don't you start? Here's my gift. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I hope it's not a hairbrush because, as you know, I've shaved off all my hair to buy a, 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 a chain for my watch. Yeah, your your glorious, precious watch. I did just sell that watch, unfortunately. Oh, shoot. Well, let me open this up. Yeah, oh my god. It's gold. It's gold. That's right. One of the traditional sad misgifts. Yeah, you might say it's the oldest tradition in, of the greatest story ever told. That's right. The oldest profession, too. Well, well, <laughs> here you go, Spencer. Here's my gift for you. Oh, my God. It's just what I wanted. Frankincense. My favorite yep, straight perf- perfume, right? Yeah. I w- okay, so I don't know. This, hey, we're gonna get here's my here's a classic Ethan tangent. So we, um, we I went to the uh, the, the Journey to the Bethlehem, which is the like nativity thing, uh-huh. uh, kind of like the pageant of the masters kind of thing that you guys should go to for free cookies. Um, but I don't. Like, they they gave history on the gifts, and you know this is like real, like history stuff. But like frankincense. And the third gift, which we'll get into in a second, were both used for, like, embalming. Huh. So it's supposed to be, like, foreshadowing. I'm like, how, how would you give this to a gift? Ooh, the Bible is so literary. Um, yeah, it's like poetry, you know? I'm going to look up frankincense right here. Frank, is there Frank is saying, Well, why, while you're doing that, why don't, MJ, yeah. why don't you look under the tree? Because I think old Saint Nick Wooster left you a little present. Tom Hanks left me. <laughs> Not Tom Hanks. Tim Allen. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tim Tim Allen's new role is playing uh, Saint Nick Wooster. That's right. I think he's doing a great job. Yeah. Or whatever. I got a box full of myrrh. Yeah, myrrh. Myrrh it up. Yeah, we're gonna myrrh. we're gonna smell really good after this. Anyway, hey viewer, listen viewer, we don't have a video hey. element yet. Um, <laughs> listener, we have a gift for you too. Here's the box. That's me handing you the box. 
That doesn't sound like a box at all. It's kind of like ASMR. Not really. And anyway, open it up. Wow, look at that. It's an extra long bonus episode. That's right. That we know you guys love. And asked Actually, for I don't think we've earlier. ever... We, you know what's funny? I don't think anyone ever asks us to talk about movies. No, we like just ever. want to. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's People the want us to talk about clothes, but, you know... <laughs> Yeah, we don't even talk. We talk about the philosophy behind clothes. And now we're just talking about two movies we watched. One of them is more about clothes. So we'll probably start with that one. Although I think we might have more to talk about with the second one. Well, here's the thing with that first movie. Um, I realized, like, there's not a lot of clothes in there's it. There's not. Most people are naked like, the whole time. Yeah, I mean, it is Babylon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are gonna be tired of that because I put that in the in the, in the opening title music. That's if right. I finish it in time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, today's episode really? is about Babylon, and you know you might be thinking of Babylon Five. Well, hey, you science fiction heads, don't worry because our second episode, our second episode, second part is gonna be about traveling six years to the glorious forest moon of Pandora. Pandora. That's right. Yeah. All right. Ride the mighty Ekron. Across the skies. What's the C one called? We'll look this up in a second. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. I'm gonna look up beasts. Beasts, <laughs> beasts of, Pandora, of Pandora. Beasts of Pandora. We gotta because go. there's like a book. We gotta oh, go yeah. to hell, hell. Yeah, dude. There's a Wikipedia entry for the Pandoran biosphere. Okay. We got the dire horse, the mountain banshee, the great Lenopteryx, the hammer, the hammerhead Titanothere. Oh, I know Hexapedes. that one. Thanators, Viper Wolves, Elus. Elus. That's the C ones. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, we're the first movie, as Ethan said, we're talking about is Babylon. Both these Babylon movies. AD. Both these movies came out pretty recently. Um, and uh, ba- Babylon is like kind of the traditional choice for for us, and we just kind of want to talk about Avatar because you know it's probably it's probably going to be the biggest movie out right now. I'm guessing that's my prediction. Um, Will it just... overtake Top Gun? I mean, I, I, this is a real question, though. Top Gun Maverick versus Avatar. I don't know. I feel like he, he's Avatar's probably got legs. I feel like that. That's what had the first Avatar. The reason it got the highest grossing wasn't because it had like a massive opening weekend, like MCU style. It's because it stayed in theaters for so long. And so mm. I don't know. Now, like the the it's environment cheating. might. The well, that's not cheating. That's just like good it's word che- of mouth and people wanting to go see. <laughs> no, it. Well, but... well, I was gonna say. I mean. There's also no movies. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's, like, nothing else out. But, like, my only question is, like, now, since, like, after COVID, nothing has, like, a super long theatrical run anymore. So that's my only thing is, like, I don't know um, if it's going to get... I mean, hey, Top Gun Maverick. But anyway, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves and talking about box office, which is the most boring thing you could talk about (laughs) in terms of movies. Um, Well, talk... Talk about talk about bored. Um, a lot of people messaged me after we posted that that story of us uh-huh. watching Babylon. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, is it good?" I said, "No, no. it's a it's, it's a good. it's just a weird movie." It's like so for the I mean the trailer has been showing in front of like everything for months, so I feel like people know it, and especially our audience because it's yeah because mm-hmm. it's a period piece. And so for those of you who don't know, it is about uh, a, a group of it, it's about Hollywood in the 1920s and early 1930s. It's uh, it's a it's about the silent era and the tradition and the transition to sound. sound uh, but mostly it's about the magic of movies and the seedy business. Uh, it's it's like, you know, movies 
they're dirty work, but boy, are they magic. That's kind of like the the message of the movie, it feels like. Yeah, it's kind of, what's it called? Like, uh, it's like Singing in the Rain, right? It's about the transition. Yeah, and know? they reference explicitly Singing in the Rain a couple times in the movie, which I thought was kind of funny because it's like one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like Back to the Future where they're like implying it's like, um, we actually wrote Johnny Be Good. That was us. So it's like Damon Chazelle being like, oh yeah, all those scenes and like Singing in the Rain, like one of the most beloved movies of all time. That was actually inspired by my fake guys or something, which is kind of, which is kind of funny. Um, I think there's, there is a, a cardinal rule in movie making, I think, where uh, you shouldn't reference uh, better movies in, in like, don't, don't make people think of better movies while they're watching your movie. Because then they'll just be like, well, I wish I was watching Sing in the Rain. Um, but the I yeah. guess Sing in the Rain doesn't have as, ma- as many titties. So that is the difference. <laughs> that is, okay, yeah. So, 100%. Mm-hmm. As Spencer said, like, yeah, this movie is about and that transitionary period. But like, there's a lot of the, it uses that vehicle to show you like kind of like hail Caesar, like different movie sets and how they're making different movies. Yeah. You know, but it's kind of show and it's, it's kind of being like, wow, they knew they, they partied back then too, which is, you know, it, it like we, I, I, leading up to the movie, I kept calling it like the West coast Gatsby and like making comparisons. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I was excited to at least cover this movie. I was excited for it to come out because I'm like, okay, yeah. I want to see what Gatsby in 2022 looks like. Um, yeah. And the answer is a lot of piss and shit and that's not me saying it's like the movie's bad like in the first 20 minutes you see spoilers ahead by the way in the first 20 minutes you see someone getting shit on by an elephant and then you see so that's the first five minutes sorry well i'm and then (laughs) but in the next 15 you see someone getting pissed on by a a human lady so i'm saying within the first 20 minutes there's two uh poop and pee things You, you you check off both boxes yeah exactly and I, and I, I can't I've think got of those boxes. How, how many checked. other movies have you seen where that happens? I mean, the film I saw yesterday <laughs> after Rebel, you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying it's a porn thing. Okay. Uh, that's my joke. Yeah. I thought you were going to say uh, no, it I was. Can't, a... I can't recall. <laughs> it was a home. It sounds like you're at a de- deposition or something. Oh, a, a home film? <laughs> yeah. Like you, yeah, you I, went I was home and, you, you, and pooped you on myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I mean, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if people in in the the Babylonic twenties <laughs> would have uh, would have done that too. Any, yeah, but um, <clears throat> yes, but yeah, there's a lot of debauchery in this. I mean, my issue with with that is like it it just kind of is is kind of there. Like like it doesn't seem. I mean, maybe it's like a meta thing for us, right? We're like, yeah. oh yeah, these movies of back then were so clean, but look look how crazy, crazy they were movie. back then. Yeah. But then, like, I guess in this movie, like, you don't really see the contrast within the film itself because, like, the movies they're making look pretty awful anyway. Well, I, you can, know? I, I guess maybe it's like I think it is trying to show it's like a, a lot of people don't know that there were, you know, some pretty wild movies during the pre-code era. And a lot of people probably don't know. Oh, that's true. Like, um, I, I don't know if it was to the extent that we see in Babylon, but I mean, like, you know, Hollywood in the 20s was like that that was that was a party like there were there were crazy. some studios that had like cocaine dealers like on you know on the payroll and stuff like that um and the so, count yeah exactly count. um but yeah it was just like i don't know man i think i think 
Damon Chazelle just wanted to shoot a bunch of really chaotic, like, big group scenes. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was also kind of a meta thing, because I was thinking about, like, I don't know, like, the big battle scene at the, at the, near the beginning. And I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be, like, like, Intolerance or one of those, like, big silent epics that had, like, a million extras or something like that? Maybe that's what he's doing with the whole movie. Um, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, apparently there's, like, 7,000 extras in the film. Yeah. I read that somewhere. Uh, um... But yeah, so we follow, what's his name, Manny? Couple, yeah, Manny Torres. Manny Torres, he's mm-hmm. the first guy we meet. He works for Jeff Garland, who is a movie producer, uh, who throws wild parties. Although he doesn't seem like a very fun like party guy. Like he kind of he like we see him, he's like see dude. Margot Robbie like like yell at people and like drink at a party later and he's like what the hell is she doing this is so uncouth and i'm like bro you were like had fucking elephant shit and piss parties all the time (laughs) people Uh, are fucking out in public yeah exactly um but yeah that so it's manny torres he works there and then he runs into margot robbie who's this young up-and-coming nelly Leroy. nelly Leroy, this up-and-coming party girl actress whatever um, and she gets cast in the movie because so there's a, a reference to the fatty Arbuckle case at the beginning, um, which was one of Hollywood sex scandals, uh, first sex scandals for people who don't know. Fatty Arbuckle was a silent comedian who was really popular in the 1910s. And he worked uh, he was he worked with Buster Keaton a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, fun yep. fact, uh, I don't think he was born here, but he grew up in Santa Ana, which I found out recently. He's an Orange County guy. So that's interesting. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but he talks with a surfer accent. I think he probably does. He probably talked with a surfer accent. But in this movie, he talks like yeah. he talks like a, an adult baby. Um, but anyway, the real Fatty Arbuckle in sometime in the early 20s, he threw a party. And uh, at that party, the actress Virginia Rapp. I don't know all the details because I, uh, I, I know a lot of the details, but I don't know all of them. Whoa, before you guys move Hello, any forward, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop you. Unless you are a patron of our, well, Style Direction Patreon. So if you guys want more of these bonus episodes where we talk about movies and movie style or just kind of us hanging out and not thinking too much about menswear philosophy and buying things and pairing things, etc., uh, you'll have to go to patreon.com slash Direction and $5 a month gives you access to all of that, all those fun bonus episodes that we do every month. Uh, but if that's not enough for you or if you don't really like that, you guys can always get access with that five dollars to our patreon discord so a little menswear community that we have for the people who kind of keep us going uh who you know gracefully give us those five those five doubloons actually i don't know how much five doubloons are in dollars but we love those guys so much and that's why there's a community for those uh, those people and for the ten dollar guys well those guys are extra uh but we get to thank them because of them being so extra so thank you to shane curry Philip Lagarde, Jarrett Colian, Henrik Wilberg, John Clifford, and Alexander Batten uh, for being a part of our Sadcast Fanatics, the $10 tier. Uh, unfortunately, we forgot about Alexander uh, during the recording of this bonus episode, but it's okay because we're doing it right now. So thank you, Alexander. You get, you get like three shoutouts of your name right there. Uh, we'll be back next year with more menswear topics, more menswear philosophy, buying things, what, what the hell is an occasion, all that kind of stuff in 2023. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.